1: Welcome to Almost Famous, the podcast about fame with me, Barnaby Slater. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, please do subscribe or follow the podcast and leave us a rating and comment in Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. Also, do give us a follow on Instagram at Almost Famous, the podcast and Twitter at Pod Almost Famous. In series five of the show, I'm bringing you daily episodes called 15 Minutes of Fame, where I read out some of the most honest, controversial and often downright funny stories that celebrities have ever told. In today's episode, porn star Stormy Daniels discusses her first date with Donald Trump, how she had to tell him to stop banging on about himself, and how her admonishment of him led to the bedroom. Her description of the former president's sexual prowess are not for the light stomached. Just a disclaimer there, hope you enjoy it. I tentatively pushed open the doors and I remember my heels clacking on the marble. Inside the doors was a smaller foyer with a heavy wood table, and a beautiful flower arrangement. And no Donald Trump. Hello, I called out. And Trump came swooping in, wearing black silk pyjamas and slippers. Hi there, he said. Look at this motherfucker, I thought. I was just so mad. Excuse me, I have the wrong room, I said, adding a southern edge of polite malice to my voice. Sorry to interrupt, Mr Hefner. I'm looking for Mr Trump. His jaw went slack and his eyes bugged. What are you doing? I yelled. Go put some fucking clothes on. Like some sort of cartoon, he whizzed out of the foyer. I continued on into the room, which looked like an apartment. There was a long sideboard table with wine glasses and a complete living room set up and dining room table. I threw my purse on the couch and sat down, resigned to waiting for this idiot to get dressed. I think he was scared I was going to leave, because he was back almost instantly. It was like he went in the phone booth and leapt out in a full suit. It was a nice one, dark navy, which he'd paired with a tie. That's more appropriate, I said. I was still mad. We started talking, which meant he proceeded to go on and on without asking me anything about myself. It was one pretentious brag after another. I will spare you. I found myself getting more and more offended. My Louisiana roots were showing, and this was just socially inappropriate. When you've invited someone to meet, it can't be a one-sided conversation. I'm not his therapist, and this was not a job interview. Plus, I was freaking hungry. I needed a bowl of pretzels, at least, if I was going to sit through this. You said there'd be dinner, I thought. His monologue went on for a good 10 or 15 minutes, which is an eternity when your stomach's growling and you're alone with a bore. Really? I snapped, looking up at him. Does this work for you normally? He looked perplexed, like I'd asked a dog an algebra problem. Are you so insecure that you have to brag about yourself? I continued. Or are you just a fucking asshole? Which is it? He was so stunned he just stood there. I lowered my voice to growl. Someone should take that magazine and spank you with it. You wouldn't, he said in a quiet voice. I held out my hand, palm up. Hand it over, I said. When he didn't immediately give the magazine to me, I snatched it from him and rolled it up. Turn around and fucking drop him, I said. It was a power moment. Not at all sexual. It wasn't dirty play or even foreplay. It was me being pissed off and him being shocked and neither of us wanting to back down from a challenge. He went to take it back. And I wouldn't let him. I'm serious, I said. For a second, I almost lost my nerve. He was still the Donald, and he was much older than me. I was 27, and this guy was more than twice my age an elder who should be respected. But he turned, lowering his pants just enough for me to give him a couple of swaps. I got up and tossed the magazine on the side table with every intention of leaving. Because where do you go from that moment? This is what stopped me. He turned around and said, in a slow, appraising voice, I like you. He fixed the belt of his pants and added, You remind me of my daughter. Now, I know everyone has made that sound sexual. And I feel so sorry for Ivanka because she's had to hear all these things. Yes, he said what he said, but it was not a creepy or sexual conversation. It was not some perverted, You remind me of my daughter, she's so hot. No, it was, You remind me of my daughter, and these were the exact words he added. You're smart, you're beautiful, you're just like her. You're a woman to be reckoned with. Thank you, I said. His whole demeanour had changed. His peacock plumage was now folded down, and he became a more normal human being. When I looked at my phone, I realised I'd been there for three hours. We had been talking so much that I'd lost track of time, and all that water made me have to pee. Can I use the restroom? I asked. Yeah, the closest one is right there through the bedroom. Thank you, I said. I walked toward the bedroom, which was clearly the one he had been sleeping in. The bed wasn't messy, but it was lived in. I went through another set of double doors to enter this big, truly beautiful bathroom. There were marble counters with two sinks, a big shower over here, and another door to a toilet.
0: get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
1: I came out and he was dead ahead on the bed. He was perched on the edge, like he had tried out different poses. A poor attempt at looking powerful. He had taken off the suit and was down to his white briefs, a white v-neck and socks. I had the sense of a vacuum taking all of the air out of the room and me deflating with it. I sighed inwardly, keenly aware of two thoughts in that one moment. There was the simple, oh fuck, here we go but there was also a much more complex, sad feeling that none of what he said was true. He didn't respect me. Everything he had said to me was bullshit. And I was mad at myself. How did I miss this? I've been stripping since I was 17. I can read a room. I never caught it. For someone who is now famous for grabbing by the pussy, you'd think he would have grabbed me by the pussy hours earlier. But up until that moment, he wasn't vulgar or suggestive. I thought we had a great conversation and we'd gotten past the pyjama thing by making him my bitch and proving my worth. And it all meant nothing. I should have said, again? Let him know this wasn't okay. But I was just, well, sad. So, here we go. It was an out of body experience. I was lying down on the bed with him on top of me, naked. I was just there, my head on the pillow. There was no foreplay, and it was one position. Missionary. We kissed, and his hard, darting tongue pushed in and out of my mouth. I thought, he's even a terrible kisser. I lay there as he fumbled his dick into me. I was surprised he didn't even mention a condom. I didn't have one with me anyway, because I wasn't meeting him for sex. If I had been, I always brought my own, because I'm allergic to latex. Back then, I used a Vantis. He was a little verbal, but nothing dirty. That's great, he said. That's great. Oh, you're so beautiful. I certainly didn't do any kind of performance. I just kind of lay there. A lot of women have been there. He wasn't aggressive, and I know for damn sure I could have outrun him if I tried. But I didn't. I'm someone who doesn't stop thinking, so as he was on top of me I replayed the previous three hours to figure out how I could have avoided this. The world is waiting to hear about his penis. I know, I know. The expectation is that I will say it's some kind of micropenis. The point and laugh moment. I'm sorry to report that it is not freakishly small. It is smaller than average, below the true average, not the porn average. I didn't take out the measuring stick. He needs to shave his balls, I thought. They were unusually hairy, hairier than the rest of him. He had some fur all over, but I remember thinking, hmm, he's got a lot going on down there but his hair down there was better than what was on his head. I hope I haven't ruined lunch for you. His penis is distinctive in a certain way, and I sometimes think that's one of the reasons he initially didn't tweet at me like he does so many women. He knew I could pick his dick out of a lineup. He knows he has an unusual penis. It has a huge mushroom head, like a toadstool. I lay there, annoyed that I was getting fucked by a guy with yeti pubes and a dick like the mushroom character in Mario Kart and then it was over. He came on me, not in me. I'd say the sex lasted two to three minutes. It may have been the least impressive sex I'd ever had, but clearly he didn't share that opinion. He rolled over and said, Oh, that was just great. He let out a big sigh and added, We're so good together, honey bunch. That would be his name for me from then on. He looked over at me, expectant. All I could muster was a, yeah, I'd love to see you again, he said. We need to get together again. When I didn't answer, he said in this grossly vulnerable voice, would you see me again? Oh, uh, yeah. I was already planning how to get out of there. How can I get a hold of you, honey bunch? he asked. How many women have been in this situation? You're a bore, you're the definition of bad sex. You call me this insipid name, I want to teleport out of here and be somewhere eating snacks with my girlfriends. But sure, let's do this again. I can highly recommend Stormy's autobiography. She's a great writer, really funny, and comes across so well. Donald Trump, well, you know. He's been so good at making himself look like a fuckwit for the past however many decades that I don't even think Stormy taking the piss out of his lovemaking really adds to his litany of appallingness that much. Let me know your thoughts on the Stormy Daniels extract and any of these episodes of 15 Minutes of Fame in the Apple Podcast comment section or by posting to our social media, which is Instagram at AlmostFamousThePodcast and Twitter at PodAlmostFamous. Also, please do press that subscribe button, rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and check out my other show, It's Your Funeral, a lighthearted look into the most important day of our guests' afterlives. And give it a follow on Instagram at PodIt'sYourFuneral. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, There'll be a brand new episode of Almost Famous's 15 Minutes of Fame every weekday morning. Goodbye.
2: A lot can happen in 3 years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend.